I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all, we are so close to having 100 ratings on iTunes. We're up to 94. You guys have been so awesome and giving with your ratings and five-star reviews. But dang it, we're so close to 100. I'm calling on The Real Haunters. If you don't have an iTunes account, you know, take five minutes and just make one and go click that five star. If you want to leave a review, we would love you to do that. But we're so close to getting 100, which will put us in kind of a new area of the algorithm. So we would really appreciate it if you guys could take a few minutes and do that. But you guys are awesome. We appreciate obviously everything y'all do for us. But yeah, we're super close. Yeah, Yeah. you guys are amazing. And I realize we don't really have a name for everybody, like our community. But Noah, you just said the real haunters. Yeah. And little haunters. I kind of think of them as our real haunters and little haunters. Little haunters. Yeah. Little haunt cadets. Our ghosties. We don't like cadets. (laughs) What's up, everyone? I'm Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. Hey, y'all, and I'm JJ. Hey, guys, I'm Kat. And on this episode, we have Zaya. I saw Zaya on TikTok. She has some really cool stories about staying somewhere that could potentially be very haunted, but I won't spill the beans on her story just yet. We'll let her do that. Zaya, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I forgot to hit the record button the first time we did this, but you know, after hearing JJ and Kat talk about the weather for five minutes, maybe it was a ghost <laughs> doing us a favor. I was like, maybe he won't ask yeah. us, but maybe we will talk about the weather again. Uh, it's, maybe it's a blessing in disguise, but for our fans who really want to hear about the weather, it's tune- supposed to rain the next three days. And tune into real weather. 
podcast uh, gmail.com oh, to find out more about Georgia weather. So Zaya, weather aside, um, what we, how we like to start this podcast is to find out where our guest falls on the paranormal belief scale. Zero meaning ghosts aren't real at all. 10 meaning ghosts are absolutely real. Where do you fall on that scale? I fall in the nine and a half range because at first I was not like a full believer until things have actually happened. And it's like, okay, this is real. This isn't just like people make up stuff, you know? So that is our, that's our wish. You know, we're like, we want to be a nine. We want something to happen to us. I want to be an eight personally. (laughs) I want to be like, want to be like pretty far on the scale, but like, like still 20% unsure but a nine and a half sounds pretty good jj <laughs> there's too many jokes to make there i'm just gonna move <laughs> on. um so zaya what kind of got you into the supernatural i mean has this always been something you've been interested in did you have like a big experience when you were younger how did you fall into this so not always um i was always a little bit curious because i was like oh like that'd be really cool to experience something and it all kind of started when me and my cousins like we had so like we were at my grandparents house and in their basement they had two Ouija boards and we just started to play with them and like mess around and then like we actually got a response from it and stuff happened which I'll talk about later but like that really got me to like oh like I believe this and like I was very like I'm open and like want to see if anything would actually happen and it did happen so that's kind of where I started getting more interested in it and The funny thing is like when I was going live in like the haunted hotel and did all that, like I never expected that to like be my thing or anything. Like that was the first time I ever went live and then everyone liked it. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do more of this because it's always been interesting to me, but I've never been like, I'm going to be filming all this and like, you know, just did it with friends for fun. Yeah, Kat discovered um, for us that there was this big TikTok moving movement for like spooky talk, I think is what the big hashtag was at the time. And it is really interesting how fast TikTok will grab a hold of people who are putting out that live content or have videos of, you know, alleged paranormal activity and stuff. And I know it, it's been a big game changer for us, not as much as like we're not putting out haunted videos but for booking guests it's really helped us find people that have had like an array of experiences so you said you had an experience with a ouija board Mm -hmm. did you you know because i i've never used a ouija board jj had an experience well a non-experience with a ouija board jj Uh, played with a ouija board and everyone got mad at jj because they blamed me for moving the piece is is my the kind of my experience that's like the thing is like you never know if someone's like messing with you and they're just trying to like get a kick out of you and it's like this is happening because all of our fingers are on it like anyone could be moving it like well, everyone assumed that I was messing with them, yeah. but I was not trying to, so. I would think that to do it properly, everyone has their hands on it, and everyone should close their eyes, and then when your hands okay. stop moving, can you open your eyes and, like, write down the letter, or does it just, like, consistently move from, like, letter to letter? Maybe I'll try it one day. And I'm curious, um, because we have heard several stories from guests where they've used a Ouija board, and they've had negative experiences kind of follow using it. A lot of times they say it's because they were young. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't do the proper close out to get the oh, ghost back to where it has to go. I have some parts of that. <laughs> yeah. So I, we would love to hear about your experience with that Ouija board. If you can kind of walk us through it. 
totally. So this is like some years ago, but anyways, so it was like the beginning of it. So we were like, I don't remember every specific detail, but anyways, we we're playing it in the basement. No one goes in this basement. It's like they have like the rooms in there and then the secret like door in the bathroom that leads to this like complete basement area. And it's like scary and whatever, but like we're like, oh, let's see what happens. So anyways, we were trying to see because people like this house is like hundreds of years old. So are like and stuff has happened down there with like my grandma she was really into paranormal activity so her and her friends would always like play Ouija board in there and they'd get like stuff out of it but I didn't talk to her about this before so anyways when we were playing it I'm like I'm like okay like hello like what's your name like just trying to you know talk to it and then I actually like pull up a name and it was Fran like some name Fran and then like I looked this up and it was like the person who was there before and Anyways, skip to the boring parts. Like we we did a lot of stuff. We asked it questions and stuff. And like, we got a lot of answers and it was like, hmm, I don't know if they're messing with me or whatever. But then I knew that no one was moving it because after, after I was done, um, I got like scratches on my back. I got like three, cause I said, set, like show us proof that you're actually real, right? And then I felt this like kitty scratch, like it didn't hurt. It was just like, what is that, right? And there were three marks on my back, like a scratch and I so I went upstairs and I told my grandma and I was like someone named Fran they said and she's like that's who they used to talk to as kids that's the same name that they got when like she was a kid and she'd play so I was like oh okay now I believe this a little more like I was just a little kid and I'm like oh it seems legit right so and you had never heard that name before no I had no idea we were just like oh let's see like what's your name and then uh, it's definitely an old lady name. I mean, I would not assume any living person. No. Um, Fran Dresser, come on, man, the nanny. Oh, I am about? so sorry, Fran Dresser, and any other friends who are listening to this podcast. I sincerely apologize. I like the name Fran. It's cool to have old lady names. Old lady names are coming back in fashion. You know how many Esters there are. You're just digging a hole. <laughs> <laughs> best name ever <laughs> so so what did you think when your back got scratched that would like really freak me out yeah I was really scared um but it was like it didn't hurt too bad so and it went away in like three days it was like but I was just like who did that I was like looking around because we had our eyes closed and like oh was it you like you know my cousin and like no like their hand was there and they weren't mm-hmm. So were, I, I was horrified, but I was kind of excited at the same time. Yeah. Were the scratch marks like spaced out? Like okay. it was like an animal, like it seemed, or maybe someone with sharp nails. Like yeah. is it is it possible Fran is a cat ghost? Interesting question, JJ. I think it was a person because we did like research and like her. It was like a person who gotcha. lived. Yeah. Here, I think. That yeah. makes sense. The only time I can think of like scratches in this kind of sense is like that sleepover game do y'all ever play that one where it's like Mm -hmm. someone's laying on the ground and you're circling them it's kind of like light as a feather stiff as a board Uh um but this one's like you tell a scary story and then you go cat scratch and you don't like scratch them or anything but you kind of startle them and at the end you do it like three or four times and at the end they turn around and they're supposed to be like cat scratches on their back but it's really from like I don't know like laying on their clothes weird. Girls play weird sleepover games is what I learned. I don't, 
I don't remember any of that shit. Y'all didn't play that at boy sleepovers? Did We didn't go cat scratch. <laughs> no. It's a game. Somebody out there who's listening knows what I'm talking about. Leave a comment if you know. We played, um, oh my God, computers just came out. Let's go on the internet and see what we can find. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds more like a boy sleepover. So Zaya, how old were you when that happened? I think I was like 15, 15, 14 or 15. Yeah. And how did you, because, you know, usually we hear stories where people see the paranormal, they hear the paranormal. Occasionally we'll hear a story where paranormal may you know, open drawers or throw plates, you know, things like that affect electricity. We haven't heard a ton of stories where people have physically been assaulted. I mean, how did you kind of compartmentalize, oh my gosh, something from the spirit realm reached out and scratched my back? Yeah, I just kind of like, I was freaking out at first, but I, that's what I asked for. Honestly, that's what I was trying to get, you know, <laughs> so I got it. Um, but you know, people like, I don't know, my cousin's like, oh, you did that to yourself or whatever, but like my hands were on the thing. Like, yeah. Not, yeah. So it's like, whatever. That but, would be hard to do to yourself just in general. general. Like, like it's hard to just scratch your back. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I had acrylics and you can't, you can't scratch with these. <laughs> I'm very thick. So, right. So I thought it was interesting. You mentioned your grandmother was also kind of into the paranormal does she share any stories with you that kind she of shocked you many but i actually like like i talked to her about them years ago but i don't really remember like i'd have to do it again because i don't know but like and i wasn't like super interested in that stuff at the time but like now i'd love to hear it so nothing that i can like it was just her and like her friend wendy they've like done so many different places with ouija boards and they like got so many interactions with spirits but like I'd have to like have her tell me again because I don't really remember. Yeah, no worries. And was it like a standard Ouija board? Like one you could buy, you know, like yeah. in a, a store? Had, okay, yeah. So she had three in her basement, which I thought was interesting. She had like a regular one and then like a glow-in-the-dark one and like a wooden one. Did you have any more experiences in that home or was that the primary one? That was the primary one. I haven't like really tried to get more out of there. I've played like a few other times, but like there, it wasn't as active is that time so mm -hmm. and was there any other events before you went and stayed in a haunted hotel um between that and the ouija board yes yes there were so i didn't even think of this as like a complete like haunted experience until i like went over it because like i think i have like a connection with like the spiritual like paranormal world because i'm so open and i've always been like kind of like allowing that to connect to me you know so I do I have me and a group of friends went to a cemetery and we like we just went for fun I guess but we actually saw something happen like first we heard weird noises but like whatever it's like it's it was like 10 at night right yeah so I saw this guy over there it was just us and then there was this guy in the distance and I'm like oh, he's just like here to see a loved one, right? That's in my head. There was a car, so I assumed it was his, right? And so we're just walking around and I like go up and like, I'm alone this time with the friends are like all at the car. And I was like, oh, I wanna go like see what's up, right? So I go up and I'm like, starting like, hi. And he's like, I hear footsteps. And that's all he said. And I was like, 
okay. So I walked back. Yeah. So I was like, all right. Um, I was a little freaked out, but was, and he was wearing like clothes from like the 1800s and it was just, it was weird. And he was standing over the grave and I didn't get like next to him. And I was like, away. I was just like, hey, like trying to see what's up. And so anyways, then we left. And then we came back at like one in the morning because one of the friends left their AirPods at the graveyard. Oh, yeah. what? And so we came back and the car was gone. The car was gone and he was still there. And he was still there. In the and same spot? In the same spot over that one grave. I didn't like go check it out. I was just like, weird. Wait, you talked to this too. You talked yeah, to this. I talked to it. <gasps> And, and I just thought it was like a guy, right? So then I come home and I tell my parents about it and they're like, he was probably dead because <laughs> he was still there. And I was like, maybe. And then I like messaged my friend group because like we had a group chat and I was like talking about that. And I was like, what do you guys think of that? And they're like, he probably was dead, but like they didn't hear anything from him because I went up to him and talked, but like, I don't know if they're open or whatever, but like things are more likely to happen to me because I'm like, happened to me, not like I'm great, right. you know? Mm -hmm. So it's definitely possible. And that was like pretty freaky after thinking that over. It's like, that was probably not a real person. Like that's alive. Right now. And did so, all your friends see him as well? Yes, they saw him. They saw him. So, but they didn't hear anything, but I was like, oh, he said he hears footsteps. And I'm like, he was probably talking about us. That's crazy. Wow. And the car and the car thing was just you thought he was like that was his car. Yeah, I thought that was his car and then it was okay. gone and he was there. So I don't but know who it was. A random. Car. It was random. Yeah. And it drove up while you were there. Yes. We were in there and it drove up and then I was like, maybe that's his because we were like we went to the back, like there was like a shed in the back and we were like walking around there. And I was like thinking that that guy came from there but then the car was gone and he was still there so I and you know. never saw him like get in or out of the car it just no. kind of oh that's so creepy so it, it sounds like your whole family is pretty firmly in in the camp of like yes ghosts exist is that accurate uh I don't yeah my parents more or less like my dad I think for sure because his dad actually lived in Hawaii on a house built that was over a graveyard and he had many paranormal experiences with like the cabinets opening and closing and he'd actually see things around because he was like the house was built over a graveyard in Hawaii so like my dad kind of is like yeah like it's real because he knows his dad and his sister have lived in like in haunted places that have had lots of activity but um, yeah so did did your parents ever have like a talk with you about like what happens after you die and were they like you know some people become ghosts or um no we kind of just leave that up to like what we like we've actually talked like oh I wonder what happens you know but like because of like all the mediums there are it's like okay so like you can clearly still be here but like I kind of think it's an option if you want to like get reincarnated or like if you have reasons to stay or whatever if you're not ready to move on meah mm -hmm. so, yeah they haven't like told me this happens and this is how it is it's like up yeah. to what we think yeah did you guys like ever go to church or did they ask you to go to church or anything like that no, I grew up at a Christian school and then I went to public school for third grade and up. So it's like, I just went to church at the school when we did on Wednesdays, mm -hmm. but I never like gone to church. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and is there any part of the paranormal that 
you don't believe in or are you pretty open to like most of the claims people make uh some stuff it's like like you can kind of get a feel if someone's like making up a bunch of bs but like most for the most part like i believe people if like they seem genuine and it's like okay especially if they have proof of course but it's like i was never even videotaping stuff until like now i go live for stuff even tonight i'm planning on going to a haunted hotel again um, like 30 minutes away from here it's like the congress hotel apparently is really haunted so i'm planning on going live tonight there where, <laughs> and where do you live again what city i live in washington state but i'm in arizona right now okay yeah where in washington state i worked there for like five or six months in like eastern washington cool i'm like auburn area okay yeah i don't know that <laughs> I'm like I know all the places I was like from Seattle oh okay I was like in the tri-cities kind of like three hours east of Seattle I guess yeah. how was the weather well let me tell you it was something that's very different from Georgia it was dry there were like no trees it was like desert it was cool we, we can add that to our weather podcast. <laughs> dry, you know, interestingly enough, dry <laughs> is not what I typically think of when I think of Washington because Seattle gets all the attention, but we forget there's a whole other part of Washington that has a different climate. Oh, I hate the weather podcast so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Zaya, what, uh, so you had these experiences that were definitely spooky a Ouija board is still something I'm a little hesitant to try, especially from all the stuff we've heard. Did, yeah. how did you make that leap from these things happening to, you know what, I'm just going to put myself right into conflict with alleged paranormal places like haunted hotels, and I'm going to film it and do that kind of stuff. So that is an interesting situation that started because my mom booked the hotel at the Gunter Hotel in San Antonio, Texas, just because like we're like Marriott people and we go to Marriott's everywhere. She did not know it was haunted or anything, right? And I go in and I'm like, this place looks really old. And I'm like, first thing I do, I'm gonna look up, like, is it haunted? Like whatever. And I look that up and I'm like, ooh, it's really haunted. So then that's where I'm like, I'm gonna go live. And my mom would not have stayed here like if she knew, mm -hmm. but it just happened to work out. And then now it's kind of my thing. So, and if people I love, I, I love that you're Marriott people because my mom is a hardcore Marriott person, and I'm just like, mom, you're crazy. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just a hotel. But there are more people like her, and that that I'm makes me right feel, now. feel so funny. So <laughs> Did you say I'm you're in one right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's and what, what is your TikTok? So if our fans want to stop right now and go check out your stories and stuff, where can they find you? It's my full name. It's just Zaya Hoke, which is like complicated. Z-A-I-A-H-H-O-K-E on okay. Instagram and TikTok and everywhere. That's just awesome. Yeah, definitely check out her TikTok and Instagram, especially, you know, hearing that she's going live at different hotels. That's something you want to check out. So I know on the TikTok, when I watched it, you did a great job of kind of giving the backstory of some specific instances that happened at that hotel. Can you walk us through kind of the lore of the hotel? So the biggest deal, so there's been like many different things there, but the main thing is it's this 27-year-old man who checked into room 636 and nothing was sketchy about it. He was just there. And then 
they found that there was a woman there who was like around the same age as him. Her name was Ashley, I think. And, and so then a cleaner, like, I can't think of the right words. She opened, she like knocked on the door, even though it said like, do not disturb. And then she opened it. And then she saw that there was a bloody mess everywhere and he was standing there. And then he went like this. He's like, like to not say anything. And then he left and went to the hotel actually next to it, I think, St. Anthony's hotel. And then he shot himself there. And, but anyway, so her body parts were like all over. Apparently he butchered her to death and they were like in the toilet and everywhere. And so, yeah, an interesting thing is that they're still like letting you like stay in that room, but you can't request it. Like these poor, poor people who don't know that this is haunted, like they just get put in there. And then if something happens, like, um, something happens, but also that's the Marriott. That's the, yeah. Well, it's Sheraton, which Marriott owns. So uh, hotel and there's also it's also been known that like whenever cleaners like go in there and they like they don't know the story right they're going to clean they've just like they quit and didn't say why they just quit right after cleaning that room oh geez so hmm. yeah so you stayed in that room i didn't say i wanted to oh I you can't request it. it i can't request it i'm like they just put people in there who aren't expecting that i'm like that's so wrong like they could at least make more money off of it because a lot of people do want to stay there who are interested in this stuff so where do you hear about like people unwitting people who have stayed there do i mean do they leave like really bad reviews on TripAdvisor? yeah there's things like they've been known especially people on the sixth floor the sixth floor has been known like the whole floor has been haunted by apparently like Ashley probably, but it's like they'll hear knockings and like poundings in their wall in any room on the sixth floor and like doors will open and close. Even workers, I talked to workers there and they're like, yeah, like, so they'd be on that floor and then doors would just open and close. And then I got to experience that when I went live on that floor, doors were opening and closing and I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. no one Okay, I feel like we need to hear the whole story because I haven't yeah. seen any of yeah, sure. yet. Okay, so, I went live. I'm like, I, and okay, I'm weird. I only went like, I always started my lives at like 3am or something like it's super late. And a lot of the times in the basement also, because the basement is also known to be really haunted and basements are just scary in general. So I'm like, oh, of, this, fun, of right? this specific hotel or just hotels yeah, in general? Hotel. That's, specific. That's I mean, specific. probably any haunted hotel, but like the basement is known to have activity as well. So there's a like the previously before I went live, there's a barber that works down there still and it's just him. And I talked to him for hours and he told me about like stuff that he's experienced down there. And like he like he works there, but no one like no one goes down there. No one knows that there's like you can get your hair. No, no one knows that besides like relatives of like people who've been going there for years and years, right? But anyways, he had a guy who worked there before him who spent like his whole life there working there. And his name was James Ellison. And that's like the guy I was trying to get in contact with because he's like a positive spirit. Like I'm not trying to mess with demons or anything. That's not my point here. And so he's known to like roam down there. So I went down there at like 3 a.m. And I was like, oh, I made my own type of Ouija board thing with paper because I didn't have one in Texas. I wasn't even planning on doing this thing, right? Uh And so I was like trying to communicate with him and 
I didn't get like a response from him, but I literally on the live, there was an orb behind me. There was like an, an orb next to these chairs in the basement. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that was freaky, right? So anyways, in the windows of like, it's like clear glass doors. There's like, they covered it up with paper cause it's like not being used anymore. And then there's this little part that I saw, I was live and I could see things like in the screen, which is even more scary. Cause I'm like, oh, it's behind me, right? And it's yeah, like, so creepy. And it ripped and it ripped, the paper ripped. And you could see there's, there was like eyes in the door. There was eyes in there. And I was trying, I was doing what the comments said. They're like, say, they're like, oh, say like something happened or whatever. Like they're like, like to welcome the spirits and stuff. So I was doing all that. And this is like hours after, like I was like showing them everything. Like this didn't just happen right away. Like that's not how it works usually. Right. So, but yeah. So that happened and then everyone wanted me to go to floor 636, of course. So I went over there and I knocked on the room because no one was staying. I made sure of that first. (laughs) I'm not just going to annoy people. And then the live ended. 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 And everyone's like, are you dead? Are you dead? (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so cinematic. (laughs) They're all fly high. The last thing they hear is you knocking on the door. You said fly high. Oh my gosh. They're like, well, she's gone. And it's over. Yeah. Wait, what is fly high? Is that like, like if you die, like, like fly high so you don't get stuck? Well, I'm curious before we get to that room. So you said you were in that basement. And I just want to make sure I understand correctly. So you said there was paper on the door. Yeah. So it was like covering up, like, there was like a storage part there. I don't know if it's storage. I'm just guessing. And then I heard a rip and I looked over there and you could see like even in the live thing, there, there were like eyes looking through and everyone's like, and everyone was saying there were eyes above me. Cause if you know the basement there, it's like, it's the scariest ceiling like ever. It's like these, I don't know how to explain, but it's like wooden and there's like, someone could be up there, whatever, like it's creepy. It's like an attic above, but you can see it. So and, that was not very fun to do. And so your your fans that were watching on the live, they 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 said they saw the eyes as well. Yeah, Is that right? there's eyes, but I'm like, I'm just honestly, I'm just like, I'm not going to look up. But I'm thinking that they're just messing with me, like trying to scare me because like, why not, you know? And how did you keep your calm when all of that happened? I feel like I would just have freaked out and ran out of there. Yeah, so I was getting like, I was, of course, getting like nervous and stuff, but I know I'm not supposed to and that's like supposed to like bring like the bad spirits because they feed off of whatever, like all the stuff I've heard. I don't know what's true, but um, what's kept me down there is the viewers. I see how many people are. I'm like, I'm going to stick it through. I'm like, they all these people want to see stuff. I'm going to stay down here. I'm not going to run up. I'm like, that's that's really what kept me staying down there and doing this. Yeah, I feel like that's got to earn you some like street cred in the paranormal community. If because I, I don't know, like if I saw eyes pop up behind JJ and Cat right now, I feel like I would get scared, and I'm not even in their room. I know. I keep getting like I keep turning around, like flinching. Whenever like we have guests on that tell super creepy stories, I'm always like my body just goes down, and I feel like there's things behind me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. So you were in the basement, you made your way up. Of course, I'm sure everybody wanted you to go to that super haunted spot. Your live goes out. Did you like sense any paranormal activity when that happened? Or what was your explanation for the, do you think it was just the the server going down? Or what do you think happened? 
No. So it's like, you know, when you're around energy, they suck out. Like even when I'm, when I go to graveyards, when I'd go anywhere that's known to be haunted, my phone battery dies really fast. So I always bring a portable charger with me like all the time. I always bring a portable charger because it's like, it's going to die. You know, it's known to happen, but it literally ended my life. And my phone wasn't dead that time. My phone wasn't dead. It just ended and I didn't click end. I was definitely did not want to be alone Yeah, and, um, because I'm doing all this on my own. And I didn't know that you're like not supposed to do these things on your own. Like I'm, I'm no professional here. I'm just, I'm a starter. Right. Right. And so now I know that I'm not supposed to do these alone. So whatever, but I bought like a bunch of tools now. Cause I was actually banned from going live for a week for no reason. I thought you were going to say from the Marriott. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> And this is all on TikTok, right? Or Instagram? It's all on TikTok. I do it other places, but like I have my people now that like, you know, so yeah. Did you try to go live again or had the band started then? Um, the, okay. So I went live like three different times in the hotel. Like every night I stayed there, I went live. I'm like, I'm gonna take advantage of this and go live every night. Right. Right. Um, some of them were like, I was just talking in the hotel and like, whatever, it was just like, but then others were like, we're going to go investigate and try to talk to people. Right. So what other paranormal activity did you, um, experience at the hotel? All right. So I was standing next to the elevator on the 636 floor and I was like, oh, I was, I always got excited when like, if the elevator came up, like, oh, cool. Like there's people here. Like, I don't like feeling alone, but I still did this. And then the elevator door opened and there's no one there. And this happened a few times. And I'm like, like maybe it's a coincidence or whatever. I'm just like, that's freaky. I was hoping for people, but yeah. And also the time that I stayed there, I had never seen, like there was no one else that I've seen stay there. Like the time I was there, like I didn't see anyone else and that like made it even worse. The only people I ever saw on the floor that I was staying on is the cleaning people and the sixth floor. I hadn't seen anyone. So it was like, also the first night I slept there I couldn't sleep at all and the room was like dirty like they didn't clean it like and that just made it more scary to me it's like next to my bed it was just filthy and then like the whole top of it is all dusty but I couldn't sleep the first night and I heard knocking like in the like behind the wall and like I don't know if that was like my head like you know I'm just I'm being completely honest here I don't know but like it freaked me out a little and then also I went live just to talk to, talk to my people, you know, just to talk to them for fun in the room. And then I hear a cup fall and I'm like, oh, what's that? Right. So I go walk to the kit, like to the sink part where the cup fell. And it was the plastic cup that they have, like in the back corner, they have them stacked in the back corner of the sink and it had fallen like it was on the front of it. And no one had touched it. It was like wrapped up and it was in the corner. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Like that happened on the live. <laughs> but that's, that was like definitely something because it was not anywhere near falling point. Right. In the yeah, back crazy. Do you get jump scared ever? Like totally. just totally calm? I'm a person. I, <laughs> I'm a person. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, people. <laughs> like this stuff excites me, but some, yeah. Like when I heard like some like doors opening and closing on the sixth floor that happened on the sixth floor, I was like, like, okay, what's that? I'm like, crap. And then I go, I'm like, Hey, let's go. Let's go see if there's someone there. No one, no one everywhere. Like I'm showing them everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and then also I was using the staircase cause I lose connection when I use the elevator and 
but the staircase also does, which I didn't know. But anyways, I was on the staircase and then you'd hear like footsteps. I heard footsteps and I said, hello, is anyone here? Like, I, I don't even care if I'm being weird. I just like, is it something else? And no one, no one said anything. And I went down and no one was anywhere and the door didn't open or anything down there. It was just footsteps. Did you feel like the more you investigated it and kind of pushed the issue that the paranormal activity kept raising at all? Or did you feel like it was kind of the same amount of activity no matter what you were doing? I think it definitely increased during my time there. Like, I think, like, I was like the first, the very first time, like a little bit happened, but I, I felt like, honestly, cause I'm like, I'm going live tomorrow that I'm like, maybe like they know that and they're like gonna do stuff to me that's tomorrow night or something I was like I don't know but, but okay this is this is a different thing but this is after my lives there we're we're in Texas to look look for houses because we're planning on moving to Texas and I made the rookie mistake of not like saying goodbye and like cleansing myself after doing all that spiritual activity uh -oh. And so I was fine the like the whole morning and then we were looking at uh, we were on our third house and I was in that house and I was like I don't feel good and like maybe I need food or something so I got food and stuff and I just it's a different pain that I've ever felt I've never felt this way ever and it felt like like something inside of me is like killing me from the inside and I, I have a very high pain tolerance like I burnt I, I have a third degree burn right here from a curling iron that I, it, the doctor said I had to like be holding it for like 17 seconds on here and I didn't feel it because I, I have a high pain tolerance and then whatever I'm like my body's slow to like feeling pain and stuff so um so this pain like like I don't I don't cry a lot or anything but like I was like bawling my eyes out because I felt like my insides were dying like I couldn't explain it, but I'm like, I felt like I was dying. Right. Oh so I'm in the car and I'm just crying. And then my parents, they go to look at the other house. I'm like I have to stay here and like, whatever. And I'm like screaming, like, get out of me. Cause I don't know if it's that or whatever, but it was like completely different than any other bug sick feeling that I've ever felt. And it like, I got completely hot and it was just like, it was the worst thing ever. And it lasted for that whole day. And then it got better by the night but it still, it wasn't completely better. Like I felt it, but it like chilled out a bit. Mm -hmm. And I went live that night and I was telling my viewers that I wanted to go live when it was happening, but I couldn't, I was bawling. It was just not something I wanted to go live. <laughs> like, so then I was going live later and some like paranormal professional people were on my live and they were explaining to me that like that happened to someone on their team and that like, like that's that either means like yeah you had like a negative spirit inside of you it wasn't a demon it was like a negative spirit latching onto you from the inside wow. and that's also a sign of like becoming more open to your like gifts of like paranormal gifts and like stuff like that so it's like touching through that but I also think it's because I didn't like I I wasn't being safe I didn't say goodbye I forgot to do all that stuff so I think it was my stupidity um, but now I have like I got, she, he said also get like um, amethyst stuff. So like I'm protected and I got like a sage spray. So after I do all this, I'll cleanse myself. But I had to go back to the room after live and like say this prayer like a bunch of times to cleanse myself. And then I woke up the next morning and I felt completely normal. So that's crazy. And I like that your parents were just like, okay, well, we're going to keep looking at houses, but 
even. They had to, like they were scheduled yeah. there. <laughs> no, I know, right? That they're like, oh, she'll be fine. Cause like, I don't know. I was like, just keep going. Like I, it, I wanted to be alone kind of, so I could like try to get it out of me. Like, oh, I'm first meeting I'm like, get out of me. Yeah, definitely. JJ, that happens to you after you eat Brussels sprouts, right? Ugh. No, I feel great after I eat Brussels sprouts. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> segue. Yes and no. Brussels sprouts. <laughs> well, I, so I want to go back to um, when you were at the hotel in San Antonio mm-hmm. and your live feed ended. Did anything weird happen after your life feed ended like okay. did you experience anything paranormal so i felt like i felt the spiritual energy and i was like i gotta go so i just went up to my room because i was like I, if i'm not going live like i don't want to investigate this on my own i was like i'm going up mm-hmm. so when that happened, i was like i was like huh like and i was confused for a minute and i felt like i've been feeling energy the whole time down there but like extra right next to that door because i was disturbing it no one's in there so it's like but I just immediately like went up because I'm like, I don't feel safe. I'm going to get out of here. Okay. Yeah. And, and was it, was it after that, that you were banned from going live on yeah. TikTok? I actually right? just got my ability to go live yesterday and it said I was going to be banned until like June 4th. And then it said like May 4th. And then, and then I just ended up being Did able they give like any indication why. So for how like, how cool TikTok is and how like whatever professional it is, it's so sketchy. Like yeah. they do things so terribly that it's like, how is it even this popular? I don't know. So I've heard just, that a lot, just, yeah. They just banned you without any explanation? They didn't tell me why. I am assuming someone like just reported it. False reported you or something. Yeah, yeah. they definitely have like full control of algorithm and who gets views and like what population gets more views what days it's sketchy Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. i also feel like it connects a lot of people too so yeah definitely some good and bad for sure well we're coming up on our hour um is there anything else you wanted to share with our audience about that experience at the hotel would you recommend going there and investigating the spookiness so fun I, i had a great time besides the sick feeling just be yeah. safe, definitely, like, be safe with it and say goodbye and don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm new at this, so I'll try to do better next time. But yeah, definitely, it's it's so fun there. Like, sometimes, if like, if you don't experience anything, it's probably because you weren't trying to. Right. Like, say goodbye to the spirits, not to yep, your friends and family. Yeah, and my big thing. Okay. Just, just, just wanted to make sure you were on the same page there. So. Well, and how often are you planning on doing these events where you go live into hotels? I mean, I, I know our fans will want to check out your Instagram. I want to um, check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, honestly, as often as possible, I'm going to get like some groups together. So I'm not going alone, like even when I'm in Washington, but because I travel a lot, it's like given me this, this opportunity to like go to all the haunted places. And now that that's kind of my thing, it's like, I'll do it as often as possible. Like I'm going to Hawaii soon and I'll try to go to some haunted places there. And yeah, hopefully tonight I'll do that in the Congress hotel. Awesome. Well, please make sure to stay in touch with us. Let us know if anything super crazy ever happens. We want to share that with our audience and thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. That was a really cool story. Yeah, thank you, Zane. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Don't get haunted or possessed.
or yeah. do, you know, whatever you're into. No, don't. <laughs> okay, guys. So I know we've kind of flirted with the idea of staying in haunted hotels and stuff once the pandemic's over. I have not flirted with that idea, but you guys have. <laughs> well, Kat, does that change your opinion on it at all? Does that, would that make you feel safer after hearing that story or? Absolutely not. But listen, I know that it would make great content. And if enough of our listeners like, assure me that I'll be okay and have trust that I'll be okay. I'll trust them and their advice. I think you could kill it doing like those live videos though, because you, you react in such a, a fun way, even when you're scared. I think our fans would love to see even if nothing happens, I think it would be fun ah, to see like that. <laughs> so JJ just made her jump scare. Exactly. That's it. I think the jump scares would be so uh, much fun. Yeah. Um, for who though? <laughs> everybody, okay. but if you can get our, TikTok or Instagram up to 10,000. Oh, we can go live on Instagram anytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. You know, that story was um, interesting. I do have a bit of a fascination with like historic buildings that are supposed to be haunted and that kind of stuff. But that has to be one of the most traumatic places we've heard about where somebody was dismembered in a hotel room. Um And, and you yeah. know, all these people are allegedly having these experiences and stuff. I, I like will... That savannah place where all the, like the hundreds of bodies yeah exactly yeah yeah i will say though as soon as i was doing a live and i and the people on the live saw eyes going through something i'm out i'm done i thrown my playing. phone i thought that would have helped but yeah. yeah but jj i'm curious with you being kind of the most skeptic how would you handle would you just be like this isn't real my eyes are vibrating what would you do yeah basically i don't know i mean i i feel like a lot of times when i see uh, video footage or photo footage of like, look at the eyes in the background or look at that face in the background. It just looks like nothing to me because I'm dead inside. So with that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ. And I'm Kat. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.